Job chapter 9. Then Job answered, Truly I know that it is so, but how can man be just with God? If he is pleased to contend with him, he can't answer him one time in a thousand. God is wise in heart and mighty in strength, who has hardened himself against him and prospered. He removes the mountains and they don't know it. When he overtones them in his anger, he shakes the earth out of its place, its pillars tremble. He commands a sun and it doesn't rise and seals up the stars. He alone stretches out the heavens and treads on the waves of the sea. He makes the bear, Orion and the Pleiades and the rooms of the south. He does great things past finding out. Yes, marvelous things without number. Behold, he goes by me and I don't see him. He passes on also, but I don't perceive him. Behold, he snatches away. Who can hinder him? Who will ask him, what are you doing? God will not withdraw his anger. The helpers of Rehab stoop under him. How much less will I answer him and choose my words to argue with him? Though I were righteous, yet I wouldn't answer him. I would make my supplication to my judge. If I had called and he had answered me, yet I wouldn't believe that he listened to my voice. For he breaks me with a storm and multiplies my wounds without cause. He would not allow me to catch my breath, but fills me with bitterness. If it is a matter of strength, behold, he is mighty. If of justice... Who, says he, will summon me? Though I am righteous, my own mouth will condemn me. Though I am blameless, it will prove me perverse. I am blameless. I don't respect myself. I despise my life. It is all the same. Therefore, I say, he destroys the blameless and the wicked. If the scourge kills suddenly, he will mock at the trial of the innocent. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covers the faces of its judges. If not he, then who is it? Now my days are swifter than a runner. They flee away. They see no good. They have passed away as the swift ships, as the eagle that swoops on the prey. If I say I will forget my complaint, I will put off my sad face and cheer up, I'm afraid of all my sorrows. I know that you will not hold me innocent. I will be condemned. Why then do I labor in vain? If I wash myself with snow and cleanse my hands with lye, yet you will plunge me in the ditch. My own clothes will abhor me. For he is not a man as I am that I should answer him, that we should come together in judgment. There is no umpire between us that, that might lay his hand on us both. Let him take his rod away from him, from me. Let his terror not make me afraid. Then I would speak and not fear him, for I am not so in myself. Well, these are the comments for Job chapter 9. And uh, this is the fifth speech in the book, and out of 19. And Job's going to reply to his second friend. <laughs> second friend. So these friends are not great friends, as you can figure out. Now, they might have been great friends at one point in time when you know, Job had a bucket load of money, 
And, um, but now they, they don't seem to get the concept of being a friend. And so in, in the fourth speech, Bildad says to Job, he says, you're just a bag of hot wind. <laughs> and uh, he says, does God pervert justice? You know, you know, God will do the right thing. So therefore, look what's happening to you. You deserve it. And um, Job goes on to, in, in, Job basically replies in this speech and he starts to talk about how he's blameless. And he talks, he talks a little bit about how sometimes bad things happen to good people and sometimes good things happen to bad people. It's all true. So in verse 21 of his reply speech to Bildad, he says this. He says, I am blameless. I don't respect myself. I despise my life. It's an interesting combination of things. <laughs> you know, I've done the right thing. I hate myself. <laughs> you don't hear that very often together. But you hear it here in the book of Job. And uh, so in, the in this speech, in the reply, he says he's blameless. Now, we sometimes think that blameless means perfect, which it does not mean. Blameless does not mean perfect. What blameless means is that you can't pin anything on him. It's like you can't blame him for anything. And you definitely can't blame Job for anything. Like Job hasn't accused God. He wasn't immoral. He wasn't violent, like he wasn't greedy. He wasn't the type of person that you could look at and say, oh, he's just a, you know, blame him for something. So he's blameless, but doesn't mean he's perfect. And, and I've always said that in this life, you know, we want to walk with the Lord. We want to be people that love the Lord. And our goal should be to be like Christ, which is impossible in this earth, because, you know, while ever we're in the body, the struggles will continue. But our goal is to be like Christ. But in the process, we come to a point where we're blameless. You know, we overcome all the major things. And uh, we, we come to the point where we know how to control our tongue. And we, we're not violent. We don't get angry easily. And uh, we're not immoral. And we're not greedy. And we learn how to be generous. So, you know, we come to the point where we're, you can become an upright person, and you can be blameless. And lots of people in the Bible were described as being blameless. It doesn't mean they were perfect. It means they were blameless. But Job has a lot to say. <laughs> and there's a lot of the speeches through the book, and like about seven of them are Job's. And, um, or is it eight? Is it eight or seven? Anyway, he has more speeches than anyone. He has a lot of words. And I thought it would be an interesting uh, pro, uh, interesting thing to do would be to compare Job with Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ is the human, he's the person in the Bible who is completely sinless. So you would say of Jesus, he's blameless, but he's not only blameless, he is perfect. He's the, the only perfect human. Um, he's described as a pure and spotless lamb. He's our spotless sacrifice. He's the only one who was worthy, the Bible says. He's without fault, the Bible says. So here you've got Jesus, who's perfectly without fault. You've got Job, who's blameless, but deep down, he has his own struggles like every human being. Now, when it comes time for them both to be accused, Job gets accused by his friends and saying, who say things like, does God pervert justice? You're a sinner, you're getting what you deserve. Uh, what does Job, how does he reply? With lots of things to say, <laughs> like, I hate myself, I despise my life, things like that. What about Jesus? When he is accused, they said, he's a blasphemer, he's a sinner. What does Jesus say? Nothing. <laughs> uh, 
And in the book of um, Isaiah, I think it's 50, 53, it says, like a sheep before its shearers is silent, he was led to the slaughter. So it's quite remarkable. Like we admire Job. Um, and, and as far as people go, he's highly admirable, a great example. But you compare him to Jesus, there's just no one like Jesus. Jesus is so wonderful. So Jesus is blameless, but he's also perfect. Um, so um, I'm just reading my notes here very quickly. Um, yeah, I think our goal, our goal is to be like Christ. Our goal is to be like Christ and to, to strive to be led of the Lord, led of the Holy Spirit. But I think that, that within reasonable grasp is the ability to become blameless, to be an upright person. And I would look at someone like my dad and I would say, you know, there's an upright and a blameless man. It doesn't mean he doesn't have his human struggles. It doesn't mean sometimes, you know, you forget your prayer time or, you know, that there are little things can go wrong. But there are people who walk with God and Job was one of those. But yet, this comparison with Jesus helps us to realise what a wonderful saviour we have. And so as much as you admire Job, I think we can admire Jesus all the more. Thank you, Lord, for Christ. Thank you, Lord, for, for Lord, that you were completely perfect and you're, you're our sacrifice for sin, Lord. You stepped into our place. And it's no wonder we can plead the blood of Christ on our behalf. Thank you, Lord, for carrying the weight of the, weight of the world on your shoulders and carried our weight on your shoulders too. Thank you, Lord. You're our Redeemer. We're so grateful for that in Jesus' name. Amen.